It's Magical Theory Podcast. We are back. It's, yes, one week off. We, we did take we did take another week off. Um what's what's going on? How is Well, we're cruising along though. We're I mean, we're on the first task. Like we're, you know. This chapter was so long. It was 25 pages long and I know what happens, but it, it was, was long. described. It was long. I I didn't remember like, Well, we can talk in about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think we're doing good. It's great. I mean, geez, it's amazing. We're finally getting into the story <laughs> for the fourth book. Twenty yeah, it chapters takes a long later. Time. My yeah. goodness, I know There's I a lot of drama. said that a couple weeks yeah. ago, but I'm I'm still like, oh my gosh, come on, people. Yes, one hundred. Come faster. Get to the point faster. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Um, how's it going? What's what's going on? I'm good. We've been busy doing oh, some finished. Hogwarts Legacy things, which has been fun. Oh, I was going to bring up the Book of Boba Fett for any of y'all Book who watched Boba that. Book of Boba Fett, I, Legends oh. of Vox Machina. <laughs> yep. How I Met Your Father ongoing. How I Met Your Father is on. Yeah. I think there's an... Well, actually, I don't know. It's been a while since SNL because the Olympics. This is my... This is my... Like, the Olympics are great. No, fine. SNL is back though, right? I know, but okay. the Olympics are great, fine, but... Uh, oh, they weren't... You interrupted happy. all my shows. <laughs> 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 this is us. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so I I guess athletes fine whatever. Oh, I watched Dune. I was yeah, on an airplane. Your plane. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I never read the story, so I don't really know anything about it. I was just I, so I was pretty much like just trying to understand who are these people, what is actually going on. It was really good though. I liked the way that it looked, and it was it seemed like I don't know. It, it was just a very nicely produced movie. So. Uh, and there's more. I don't know. So I, I'm like <laughs> jumping into stories and fandoms that I don't understand, but it's all good. Yeah. Also, talking talking magical theories. So we're going to do a special oh, one yes. tomorrow. If you're able, if you're able to attend tomorrow, which is so today is Sunday, February twentieth. For those of y'all who are probably watching oh, way in the future, good call. but. The 21st of February, Monday, we're doing a special episode on Hogwarts Legacy. Well, it's yeah. Hogwarts Legacy and RPGs. And we're, so we're going to talk of... about the potential for RPG mechanics and how we hope or think they might manifest. Yeah, this will be interesting because we've played different kinds of games. So I like collectively, we can probably talk about different things. Yeah. And we also probably um, have different opinions about those things. Yes. So it, as players, and, and I mean. preferences you know, of like yeah, how important it yeah. is to us and things. Yes. And then the other thing I want to say is that Lynette, you let me know that apparently I at one point put the kibosh on the end of book episode of Magical Theory. Well, I have changed my mind and came to you, and I was like, "We never did a book three one." Yes, I uh, was. I was not nice about it, but I was using all of my restraint not to. Be I like, don't recall. I this, told you it was so. A specific mood, I guess, when I said that. But oh my gosh! When I was looking back, I was like, "Oh, we should definitely do it." So I'm going to put that on my list of things to do to kind of formulate a, a setup for that, and maybe if you we'll hear it all episode. about Prisoner of Azkaban recap. Chamber of Secrets, we still weren't doing it live, right? Those no, were no, no. recorded. Yeah. But we'll, so this will be the first live one. But we'll sometime we'll do another special episode of Magical Theory where we talk about mm-hmm. Prisoner of Azkaban as a whole. And if you happen to miss uh, the live stream about Hogwarts Legacy, we're still going to post it on YouTube. So yeah. all of these episodes are on YouTube. Uh, we haven't discussed whether we'll put it on podcast form. It depends on if it makes sense without any visuals, which I think it should. We're just yeah. going to be talking. Yeah. But yeah. 
fun Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, Jeff starred in his first Hogwarts Legacy short where uh, you were talking about Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Dumbledore in Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. The potential. The potential. We we had some comments about uh, making a Mean Girls reenactment. Yes. Uh, which I I am all for because I think that's hilarious and uh, um you know Mean Girls is one of my favorite movies. And uh, what else did we talk about? Um, oh, I think I saw some things about like potentially being your rival. I don't know. Mm. So there's there's potential. I be wouldn't be against Dumbledore being in it. Be my buddy. Know? Not also, everyone feels that way, though. No, that's not. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the Hogwarts Legacy live stream on Monday, the twenty first, will be at six p.m. Pacific time. Six p.m. Evening stream to talk about stuff. All right. Ready? I am almost always Wands ready. Wands ready. <laughs> Turn to page three hundred thirty-seven. The first task three thirty-seven. I know. Today's lesson is called Firebolt v. Horntail. The chapter begins with Harry, days away from his dance with the dragon. Most of his effort is going towards simply not completely freaking out and fleeing the castle. Hermione is helping Harry try to figure out what Sirius was going to tell him without any luck. Harry decides on telling Cedric about the dragons so that all four champions are working from the same knowledge. Moody oversees and takes Harry back to his office, which is filled with all sorts of fantastical magical objects. Moody encourages Harry to think about what he's good at, flying, and what he needs to do what he's good at, his firebolt. Mm. Harry and Hermione frantically practice the summoning charm, Accio, 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 before the day of the task. On the day, Harry pulls the terrible Hungarian horntail and goes last. He listens as the crowd reacts with groans and cheers to the other three champions. Finally, it's Harry's turn, and he successfully summons his firebolt and outmaneuvers the horntail, receiving only a mild burn to his shoulder. The scores come down, and as Bagman puts it, shorten the odds on Mr. Potter. Harry is relieved he survived the dragon task, but best of all, he and Ron finally make up as they learn his score and the fact that the next task is months away and their only clue is to open the golden egg. Mm. That was a long summary. It was a long chapter. It was a long chapter. I have a very important quote to share with you. Go, yeah, go. Okay. Dragons are extremely difficult to slay. <laughs> <laughs> owing their magic or a owing to the ancient magic I botched the uh -huh. <laughs> Ancient magic that imbues their thick hides which none but the most powerful spells can penetrate. Bingo. Ancient That's magic why, is very important. Yes, yes it is. That's for Hogwarts Legacy. Mm -hmm. That's why when we learn in the future what Sirius was trying to teach Harry, to tell Harry to use the conjunctivitis curse, it's oh. an eye attack, which is the magic, the ancient magic is in their hide, not their eyeball. And that's why their eyes are weak. Well, Crumb went for the eye. Yes, he, he got, did, because Carcara probably told him. Deducted. <laughs> yes, because this dragon stomped on real dragon eggs. Can we talk about that for a second? Well, and also, oh, look, the whole situation, <laughs> I, I'm like with Madame Pomfrey, but not for the reasons yeah. that she, she's just like, oh, what danger. The? But I'm also like, you, all of these adults are just, they've lost it. I, what, 
I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> what? Nothing we can do. Binding and, magical I mean, contract. But even people like the dragon tamers, like Charlie Weasley or Hagrid, like you would think that they, although I guess they wouldn't necessarily be as vocal as Hermione, who like starts causes to be like, let's liberate the house elves. But I'm just like, how are you people okay with any of this? You know? Well, wizards' relationships to dragons mm. are very strained and strange yeah 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 it's, like i i think there's a level of awe which there probably should be mm-hmm. fear which there probably should be but also like us it's kind of reminds me of the nonsense of like big game hunting in real life yeah there seems to be this to... yes it's a kind of miss yeah it's interesting understanding because... of you know bravery mm-hmm. it's interesting to think about how dragons uh, the relationship of people or beings with dragons in different right. storytelling or contexts or worlds or stuff like that. Because, um, so in one of my the props play D anD D campaign that we were playing, um, the uh, Earl Prof A was very specific about talking about, about what is what is the the way that people treat dragons in this world, mm. and it's like more of reverence, like a godlike type of thing so it was it was slightly different of like oh no we're not here to like take down dragons like it's more of a holy thing that or that power comes or magic comes from well i suspect i suspect that there are cultural differences in how they view dragons for sure this is definitely like a western european approach to this type of of work which is not to say that somebody like haggard or somebody like charlie weasley or people who actually work with dragons yeah yeah aren't the types of people like that we have in real life that are sort of like very cognizant and somewhat reverential of like power of nature and yeah yeah creatures well and, even and newt like his whole endeavor newt, to write fantastic feats and where the, where to find them like that was he was he was different than most people like and it's an unfortunate reality of the world that when you create something like that newt and all his purpose of doing all this research it then of course gets taken up by other people who don't have the same motives and beliefs as you in order to do certain things. So I think Mm -hmm. like we know his book kind of contributed perhaps Mm -hmm. to like ministry classifications and all this type of. So do you think that they put the real dragon eggs in there? That's what it sounded like to me. To make the dragons themselves actually protected? Because like otherwise like there's this random golden egg. Like why would you? It'd be like Winnie, he would smell it and be like, this doesn't smell like it's plastic. Okay, Well, because I almost said like, Oh well, why don't they make them all fake? Like they're magical people, yeah. just like do it. But you that was see, part of the yeah, yeah. Harry's that, thing. That, is that like was the my dragon exact feeling as well. But yeah. it still seems insane. I mean, dragon's eggs have to be extremely precious, and Crumb's dragon just smushed a bunch. Yeah, I'm surprised wow. that dragon didn't just straight up Absolutely kill Crumb wow. immediately. Being yeah. like, how or, dare yeah. you? <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. There was a mention, um, this is a very random comment, but uh, when Harry and Hermione were studying for dragon, just their, all they had to go off of was dragon. So can you imagine? Hermione's just like, oh, let's find all of the books on dragons. But Harry, he tossed aside a specific named book, which mm. was Men Who Love Dragons Too Much, which I was like, uh, okay. So mm. I Googled that and- <laughs> 
apparently there is a Harry Potter fan fiction with that title. So for those of good, y'all that's who good, like fan good, fics, good, good. I can um, only imagine it could run the gamut. Up. <laughs> yeah, why would you look this up? I was doing this research. This is a mistake. It's like no. looking up centaur love or whatever. Oh my god, there is like a series on. <laughs> I'm sure centaur. that there is. Well, we saw it. It was like uh, yeah, yeah. I, thought, I think Zero brought it up. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So there you go. But um, going back to Crumb. Yeah. What I. So Hermione just Hermione doesn't like him. No, his presence. Part of it, she she keeps saying like, "Oh, these like girls are gonna be chasing after him," and like, sure enough, like, so they left the library to go to the common room to yeah. go read. But and she was right. But what's funny though, this might be just like okay, growth, I guess. What's funny is that in <laughs> book two with Lockhart. Hermione was one of those people. She probably doesn't see it in that way, but Lockhart was. Or like this is a reaction to that. Oh, yeah. It now could she's be that suspicious she's just like, of fame. Oh, no, this is right. right. But the difference, though, that I find so it it seems obvious to me. I don't know if it's obvious to her if she's just like correlating the two situations is that Lockhart was eating it up. Like he loves the attention yes. and the fame, and Crumb is just there. He's not like doing it, anything. Let's say it how it is. Hermione is wrong. She is wrong. Yes. And so even though the sort of splash radius of the people who follow Crumb around is really annoying, mm-hmm. but like the fact that Crumb is famous is just because he's actually and there's big difference. The evidence that Crumb is who he is is apparent they literally watched him compete in the championship so Mm -hmm. it's you know yeah but she's wrong she's wrong and actually she's not empathizing with him at this point not yet she she may in the future but (laughs) at this point she's not empathizing with the fact that like he's not really asking for it he just wants to be in the library he's trying to study he's also under extreme stress he's also a champion i mean harry's not in the spotlight anymore for being the chosen one everyone's kind of used to it's just like oh this kid again but you know it's a similar sort of boy of 12 just a boy Oh, every time I'm like a, when I McGonagall popped up a couple of times in this uh, chapter, I keep in my head whenever I read her name, I'm just like that was extremely impressive, Potter. That's what she said. Mm. And Harry was like, movie, this though, is, that was high like, praise from her. Just a boy. Can you? But can you imagine? Yes, you're like is. the teacher, and you like grow Potter's up with just a boy. Yeah, you grow what? up with Use kids him as from 11 to 18. Like you're basically just seeing them grow up. Of course, you're gonna see them as they're 11, or you know, at, at mm-hmm. that age. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry, Harry was pretty clever when he was trying to get Cedric away from his friends. Yes, I thought that was a clever use of Defendo. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It was. I don't. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't give Harry enough credit for doing things because I'm always like Hermione's the one who figures everything out. Yes, it was pretty good. Too bad that he ruined Cedric's new bag, though. <laughs> I love. Yeah, uh, Riparo. <laughs> I I love the idea too that like I think at some point her. When he finally masters the summoning charm, there's that exchange where he's like, yeah, you just have to threaten me with a dragon and I'll learn a spell. And then I was also thinking about how he mastered Expecto Patronum. He's got to threaten him with a dragon or a uh, Dementor. Just death. Threaten him with death and he'll be like, I'll rise to the occasion. Okay, we have a new special segment of Hogwarts for people like Harry Potter who are only motivated by extreme adrenaline. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's called the Constant Triwizard Tournament, and it's just 
task after task. After oh task my task gosh. Task. Those kids would probably be so paranoid as adults. They'd be like, danger is everywhere. I must be wands ready at it's all times. Oh, it's actually a little um aura training wheels. Like you auras mm-hmm. and training. Dragons. Dragons. <laughs> Dragons. Uh we see Moody a couple times throughout the chapter. The Moody school, yes. The Moody. The Moody school. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a offshoot of Montessori. Yeah. <laughs> Except the complete opposite, like, vibe. Yeah. Where Montessori is all about, like, I don't know, whole child. Well, I guess it is whole child. I don't actually child, know it's... that much. Um, to my understanding, Montessori is, like, holistic. And so it counts. It it, it, it was um kind of more notable for, like, emotional mm. aspects. Or just, like, the whole person. So not. Rather than, like, <laughs> compartmentalizing everything. So, yeah, that's that's It's a reactionary <laughs> school. But Moody has a bunch of dark detectors in yes, his office. He does. One that uh, keeps humming, which I don't know how. He- Maybe he just went too fast because Moody claims that the sensory, the secrecy, secrecy sensor, whatever it's called, sensor, is humming because all those darn kids are lying about darn their homework. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, maybe Harry is just like, yeah, that seems right because maybe he does lie about his homework. Like, oh, yeah, Hermione actually did it, but I'm not going to say it. Wow, bold. <laughs> no wonder it, he only knows two spells. But there's, there's a, that's another hint that something is not right with this Moody. Yeah, I, I thought it, it's a clever thing, right? Moody doesn't try to make, he doesn't ignore the fact that all these weird things are here. Yeah, And yeah. he plays it up and like it just feels consistent. Of course, I, I mean, he would have these give things. Bertie Crouch Jr. and whatever a wizarding Oscar for like you're playing another person and you're doing it very well with an eye replacement and a leg replacement. Yeah, like there's mm-hmm. no there's to my understanding or reading so far there's no slip ups. There's only things that can be interpreted in multiple ways if you have a specific piece of information. So that's good job, well done. Yep. <laughs> Even so far as to justify why he's helping Harry, mm. which is oh, like yeah. well, these other goof, goofballs are yeah. getting help. Look. So I'm going to give you a little bit of help. I mean, okay, this again, this whole situation is sus with the Triwizard Tournament. I mean, Moody, I <laughs> Moody is sus for a, a different reason. But then you also have Ludo Bagman, which uh, he's just like being a little aggressive with trying to help Harry. And if I were here, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Like, you but know. I love that... how ridiculous it is. Because yeah. it's like literally the morning of. He's like, like, hey, you need any help? It's like seconds before he leaves to go do the announcing. And he's just like, oh, no one will know, Harry. Wink, wink. And, and then he like, gives Harry a 10. I'm like. And Harry's like, oh, yeah. what? And then, a and 10? then Harry's like, no, something's. Why would something's I get a 10? Up here. Uh, yeah, well, at least it got balanced also, out. Also, can with we the talk four. about Karkaroff? Yeah, what the hell? How is it That's possible? Such garbage. Look, how is it possible that your headmasters are also the judges? Why don't you get a third party? A backman and Crouch. Okay, that, that's two people. It's not good yeah, it's not good <laughs> enough. Yeah, because as we see, Madame Maxime mm-hmm. treated Harry relatively fairly. She was fair, which means she probably treats Crumb relatively fairly. And this which guy means doesn't Crumb treat automatically anyone. gets the benefit. I wonder if what yeah. Karkarov gave Crumb nine, ten. 
Hard yeah, it gives Karam an un- when you have one person. This is the prisoner's dilemma. Dilemma Not when we do the box. the money thing in Jackbox. Yes, take the money. When <laughs> <laughs> I it, never take the it, money. It doesn't worry. work when one person screws everyone over. We've been up against each other in fair. that so many times. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, usually I'm the person that screws other people over, but then. It came back to bite me because I was like, no, I should be nice. I should be fair. And you defended yourself at one point when it was the three person one of the attack money defend. Yeah. I should never defend defend. myself. (laughs) (laughs) I should only attack people. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I've learned from that game. Uh, Yeah. So it it is interesting. Bagman is such a trip. He's always really interesting on these rereads because he's not in the movies. Mm -hmm. So like you have to really... I appreciate how difficult it must be to excise an entire storyline. Yeah. Right. Because Bagman is involved here in multiple aspects. You got George and Fred. You got Harry. Yeah, you got I the almost tournament forgot about in George general. and Fred. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. And it's a really, the reason it was easy to excise is because it's actually a really good little story when it finally clarifies at the end of this book, like the whole thing is this is its own sort of, there's one kind of thing behind all of it, which is really interesting. Yeah. Which is basically gambling. Well, it's, yeah, it's really cool because it, it does like, I mean, the reality is, is that there's multiple things always going on, even if you have like, we're really looking at the perspective through Harry's eyes, but there's always like uh, everyone else is like their own main character in their mm-hmm. storyline. So it's interesting that, or how it plays out in a like yeah, more or less yeah. linear kind of I storytelling device, like a book that we have semi background characters, or at least not the main characters that have their own story. Mm-hmm. Like that, that this is, it just it really gives life to the story because it's like what what is why is this guy acting so weird and the, the benefit the, the the beauty of it it's not just because he's a weird guy which yeah. he is but it's there's a reason why he's doing these things yeah and it's it just i've always really really liked that resolution when it finally happens mhm yeah mhm i am um Shifting gears a bit. I'm very, very happy that Ron and Harry are finally friends again. You're making Hermione cry. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Uh, but it's like you can kind of see it. Like, you know, they they are truly friends. So, like, it's just one of those things where, like, over time, it's kind of like because Harry uh, and Ron cut eyes in divination because Harry, well, Trelawney is like. I'm glad get it over with. I don't want him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Trelawney is just like predicting death, Harry's death. We should do a compilation of all the ways that that she has predicted Harry's death. Yeah. Like that. And it's more and more and more. Yeah. And he's and he's being like aggressively sarcastic. And it it, it would be like a natural response of like, yeah, you're mad, but it's funny. And like you like Harry and it's fine. It's fine. Little Ron. So nice. Little best friends. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm happy because y'all need to like catch up and talk about all this drama going on with everyone. All the adults. That's what'll be your next chapter. Yeah. Like this, this, and this, and this. I and know, this. I know. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm glad anything, they make up too. Anything spell wise? Any tidbits? 
We have Spell Akio. Wise. Yeah, because the summoning Big charm Akio. was basically the main. Sp- I mean, we yeah, had Defendo, and Defendo. but mm-hmm. Akio was and main. Conjunctivitis, though it's not named. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what did they say that? Oh, Cedric transfigured a rock oh, into a yeah. dog. What did Fleur do? Mm-hmm. Oh, tried to put it asleep. Oh yeah, she and charmed then it, it. Snored. She charmed it, and it like yeah. So it sounded like she fire, did pretty good. The generally. fire burned her. Uh, burned her skirt while she was. But it sounded like she did pretty good. Yeah. To me, I mean, all Better of them. Than Cedric. I'm sorry, all of you kids. Well, I guess to be fair, they all knew that dragons. Eventually, they all knew dragons were mm-hmm. gonna be the thing. Um, but can you imagine if nobody yeah, knew? Cedric, it's like a day or two before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about that. Like, if Harry didn't tell Cedric, like... He would have died earlier. What What was his plan? He What was he prepping? What was he even doing? He must have been so stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just... He was probably just... Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Who know if was... I'd be more stressed if I didn't know or if I knew that it was dragons. Like, <laughs> so it seems that... Both schools' headmasters are somewhat mentoring their mm-hmm. champion. Yes, but Dumbledore does. Well, Moody seem... says that he's like, I tried to tell Dumbledore that like he should be helping you. Oh, okay. And I that, that Maxime and Karkarov aren't going to do, aren't going to be hands off. They're going to help yeah. their champions. I yeah. mean, well, this is. Also I, I almost in part... prefer that. Right, the, I I actually take it's like a coach. I, I don't see any problem with that. I think that would be better. Yes. Then I wouldn't have them I, be the judges. Yes, but exactly. But it would be nice if like I, there was some mentorship going I on. I do think I agree. Yeah, I agree. Just throw them to the wolves, quite literally, or dragons. Literally. <laughs> I don't know why anyone thought this was ever a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, age line got well, broken. I guess Harry's fine. gonna die now. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, all right, that's all that I have. I'm good today. too, yeah. All right, uh, until next time. Once well, ready. ready.